podcast that teaches you how to have a higher quality sex life, where I share cutting edge research in neuroscience and psychology, relatable stories, and practical mindfulness-based skills so that you can maximize your pleasure potential and unlock more awareness and energy in every area of your life. I am master life coach and mindfulness expert, Danielle Savory, and I am thrilled to be on this journey with you. Hello, hello, hello. How are you all doing today? I am doing very well. Quarantine week, I don't know, 1000. (laughs) Feels like it. Uh, This week we've been dealing with a lot of very big emotions. Uh, My youngest daughter has really been feeling the feels. I don't know if you all have heard of this, but there's like this switch in the brain that happens between six and seven. Typically for most kids, it happens between six and seven where there's like this hormone influx and it's almost like a, like a first puberty, they call it. Anyway, we're going through that (laughs) and she's just so damn cute and I just love her big feelings and I love her emotions and it just like, it takes everything in me when she's just really feeling it and all of her big gestures and her red face and her tears to not burst out laughing because of all of the things that are coming out of her mouth. But I just, oh, it's so endearing. And also I know how horrible it can feel to have somebody looking at you like you're a dramatic, crazy person and laugh. So we're doing our best. We're doing our best over here. We're loving very hard and we're creating a lot of space for some really big feels. And I think that you can all relate that the feelings are big, especially when you feel contained and when you feel pushed in and the walls are getting smaller, that it's almost like as the walls get smaller, the feelings get bigger. But anyway, we are going to talk today, (laughs) not as much about big feelings, but about this idea of not being sexual and what that even means. So I have a lot of people, a lot of women that come to me and, or they'll just like offhandedly, whether or not they're inquiring to work with me or we're just hanging out and having a regular conversation, making comments about like, oh, well, I'm just not sexual or I'm just not that sexual. Right. And it seems like this innocent thing. It seems like this thing that maybe you just say like, oh, I'm a perfectionist or, oh, I'm just such a procrastinator. Right. But what I want to unpack is how this sneaky little thought, whether it's I'm not sexual, I've never been sexual, or I'm not sexual enough, is negatively affecting your ability to actually become more sexual, right? So we're all here because we want to have better sex. And when you're having this playing in the background, I really want to unpack why this can be more harmful than it seems. Again, it seems like just this innocent identifying sort of thing, but it's not. And I also want to talk about just a simple technique that you can use to start shifting away from this thought right away. So this idea of just not identifying as a very sexual person, right? When we say it, we say it like it's a fact, (laughs) like I'm just not sexual fact. And when I ask them what this typically means, Or they might say, well, you know, I've just kind of lost interest or I have lower desire. I don't really want it. Or I'm not experiencing a lot of pleasure. Or, you know, I could sometimes I could deal with it. I could deal without it. But it's just not something that I 
you know, feel like I need. And this, by the way, does not mean asexual. When I'm talking about when we're just saying, oh, I just don't feel sexual or sexual enough. I'm not talking about those of us that are asexual, right? Asexual actually represents 1% or less of the population, of the whole population. And usually the identifying factor is like, do not and have never, ever wanted to engage in sexual activity. Okay. So this is different. This is less than 1% of the population. Anyway, coming back to the majority of us who might just identify as not being that sexual, somewhere along the way, you just decided that you weren't that sexual. Like maybe you just thought there was a time when you were even more into it, but now you're not. Or maybe you remember something like your girlfriends when you were middle school or high school, you know, talking about being into boys or whatever. And you're just like, yeah, that's just not really me. I'm just not really into that. I'm just not that sexual, right? And again, it can seem like this seed that's planted very innocently. But when you think I'm not a sexual person or I'm not sexual enough, it's actually going to affect your ability to access pleasure every damn time. These thoughts, I'm not a sexual person or I'm not sexual enough, are thoughts that you're thinking. They're literally sentences running through your brain that you've attached to to help identify your own self-concept. So you have identified yourself as like less than sexual person. And if you're wanting to have better sex, if you're on a quest for more pleasurable sex, if you're on a quest to have more desire, and you're starting from this place, this identity that's part of your self-concept that thinks that you're not sexual, you're going to run into roadblocks really quickly on your journey to becoming sexually liberated just because you're starting from this place of not enoughness. So when you identify yourself as not being sexual or sexual enough, you've created a problem that doesn't seem to have an obvious solution. It's like saying, oh, I'm just, you know, hot headed or I'm just, you know, I'm so sensitive or I'm a perfectionist. And you're just giving away, like relinquishing all of your power over to this thing that you are or aren't. I'm using really, really big air quotes right now (laughs) because we really think it's like, this is just who I am and it's just set in stone and I can't change it. Forgetting that you do in fact have the ability to change here. Now, I want you to think about how you approach things when you've already identified yourself as not being sexual. So let's just unpack it a little bit. So in your relationship or your partnership or your marriage, or even if when you're going out and dating, if you're thinking to yourself, you aren't sexual, how does that feel? Like really, really think about it. How does that show up? Usually it can just be like this divide, like this source of disconnect, right? Like there's this chasm between you and your partner and it feels impossible to jump over this chasm. Am I saying that right? Chasm? I'm pretty sure that's right. (laughs) And when you approach sex and aren't thinking you're not sexual, then you start out with a problem you don't even know how to fix. Like you don't even know how to start. Like I'm already broken. I'm already this not sexual being. I don't even know where to start. And it can be this elusive thing that's like existing outside of you. Like figuring out how to be a completely different person can seem very overwhelming, right? 
But yet, if you don't address it, then you begin to worry. It just kind of hangs out there. It's like in this background of your relationship, like, oh, I really love this person, but I'm just not really sexual. Or if you're in a long-term marriage and you're feeling disconnected from your sexuality, you're like, I'm just not really sexual anymore. It's this missing piece. And it's like this whisper in your ear, just doubting your own abilities, which has you doubting the future of your relationship. It has you doubting your ability to continue connect the way that lovers are meant to connect. And that is the thing, that is the problem. When we identify ourselves as being a certain way, I am just this way, it feels so set in stone. It feels like it's this huge endeavor to overcome. Like I am this person, this is my personality, and now I'm supposed to become someone else. Like where do you even start with something like that? Where do you even start to become a sexual being when you're not one? And it isn't fair that other people just seem to naturally have it, right? You start comparing yourself. Well, like obviously she was born with that. Obviously, she was just born more sexual. I just wasn't. I just wasn't born with that. So how could I possibly change? So even if you've decided that you wanted to learn some things, like you really do want to become more sexual, you really do want to have better sex, then this thought that you have about yourself, about not being sexual, it becomes really hard (laughs) if not impossible, to get anywhere because you've already decided that the core of who you are is not a sexual being. You're thinking to yourself, this is just who I am. So how would you even know what you want if you're not a sexual person? How would you even know how to connect sexually if you're not a sexual person? You're going to just live in this land of confusion, always having to figure it out. What I want you to see is that beliefs about you, beliefs about ourself, including the belief, I am not a sexual person, is a learned thing. Beliefs are something that started as a thought, right? You had a thought some point in your life, you know, a long time ago, many years ago, probably, and then you thought it over and then you thought it again and then again. Even if it wasn't this conscious thought that you had at the forefront of your awareness, it kept happening and now it's become a belief. And not just a belief, but it is something you have identified with as who you are. When we have these hard set beliefs about ourselves, they aren't always a problem, right? I believe that I'm an optimistic person, not a problem, but they can become problematic if you're setting out to make a change and the thought that is rising loudly, (laughs) like ringing between your ears, when you're thinking it over and over again, it can get in the way if you're trying to create a change that is counter to the belief you have. For instance, if you're thinking like, oh, I'm just not athletic and you want to start, you know, picking up surfing, how is this thought helpful when you're thinking to yourself, I'm not an athletic person? If you keep thinking it over and over again, how you're just not good at sports and it's never been easy for you and you're just not really coordinated and you're definitely not fit and you're definitely never been considered athletic, but you really, really want to start surfing. Can you see how that thought 
would just start with from like, it's starting you off from a place of defeat, right? You're starting out already having to run uphill because if you have all these beliefs about yourself, about your own self-concept of not being athletic and coordinated and graceful and able to figure sporty sort of things out, but you really want to do this hobby, it's going to completely get in the way of you even being able to learn. And the same thing goes about yourself as a sexual person. It's not helpful at all when you're wanting better sex to think to yourself, I'm just not sexual. When you're wanting that connection with your partner, it's not helpful to believe this about yourself as you're getting naked or as you're making out or you're just hanging out between the sheets with this thought, just, you know, hanging out with you that you're not sexual. And the shitty thing about beliefs are, is when we believe them, like deep down in our core, like it's a strong held belief and we do nothing about them, then the brain becomes attached to this as our identity and it will actually sabotage your attempt at new beliefs. Like your brain is literally going to try and find evidence to support this belief that you aren't a sexual being. Don't have an orgasm? Prove you aren't sexual. Told you. Reject another advance from your husband? Yep. Totally makes sense because I'm not sexual. So even in your attempts to better your sex life, your brain is literally going to take any sign that things aren't quote unquote working as proof that you aren't actually sexual and it will hold you back from continuing on. It's going to hold you back from finding more pleasure, from being willing to keep trying because again, you're starting out from a place of defeat because you've identified yourself as a person who just isn't sexual. So in conjunction with working on your sex life, it's imperative that you begin with dismantling this belief that you aren't sexual to begin with, because your brain is going to continue to find evidence to prove why your attempts won't or aren't working. Your brain will use every single sexual misstep or decrease in desire against you. Your brain will use this as proof that this is just who you are and there's no point trying to even overcome it. And that, my friends, is the quickest way to douse the fire that you're working so hard to light and keep burning. So let's decide how we're going to start dismantling this, okay? I want you to try this little exercise and I love using this with my clients and just anytime I'm trying to pry my own old set beliefs about who I am, especially when it comes to my self-concept out so I can start fresh and start anew. So I want you to repeat after me. Now, if this is not your thought, pick a thought that you are identifying with. So I'm going to use the one, I'm not sexual enough, okay? So that's what I'm identifying with for this exercise. But yours might be, I'm not a sexual person. I just, I've never been sexual. I just don't really want sex. Like whatever it is, that's kind of at the core in the same camp of not being a sexual person. Okay. So I'm going to start with, I'm not sexual enough. Now I want you to say that out loud. Say your thought out loud right now. Perfect. Now. Notice how it feels to say that. I am not sexual enough. Just notice how it feels in your body. Okay? Now what I want you to say is I am noticing that I am having the thought 
I am not a sexual person. Okay. So for you, I am noticing that I am having the thought, insert your thought. I am noticing that I am having the thought. I am not a sexual person. Notice how that feels. Now I want you to say, I am noticing that my mind is having the thought. I am not a sexual person. I am noticing that my mind is having the thought, insert your thought, I am not a sexual person. Do you notice the difference between the first phrase, I am not a sexual person, all the way to the third phrase, I am noticing that my mind is having the thought, I am not a sexual person. Do you see how that feels different in your body? Like that last one, it becomes less personal. It just becomes a thought your mind is having rather than stating a fact about who you are as a person. It just becomes a thought. And when you can start to see these long, deep held beliefs about yourself as thoughts your brain has thought, that thoughts your brain has thunk right over and over again, and that you're just, your brain is just thinking it again, but it's not a fact. That's when you can start pulling away. That's when you can come into this place of being an observer, watching your brain, watching your thoughts, watching this particular thought that is creating the foundation of your self-concept as a sexual being and simply seeing it as a thought. And when you can see it as a thought in your brain, you can begin to redirect your brain to think differently. So when you notice like this thought coming up and you go through this little exercise, I'm not a sexual person. Oh, I notice I'm having the thought I'm not a sexual person. Oh, I notice my mind is having the thought I'm a sexual person. You're going to feel this disconnect from this thought. You've no longer identified it as who you are, rather something that your brain is doing. And then you can intentionally redirect your attention to a new belief you're working on. Something like, I'm learning the ways I can connect with my sexuality. Or maybe it's, I'm looking forward to discovering ways to connect with my body in a pleasurable way. Like, how juicy does that feel? Maybe you haven't gotten there yet, no biggie, but you're reminding yourself like you're the kind of person who is discovering, (laughs) who's on this hunt, who's on this mission to find ways that she's connecting with herself pleasurably on a regular basis. So when you redirect your attention here, then pleasure actually does become possible. You can feel that like willingness and the curiosity seeking, like seeping into your body. And these qualities, these qualities, curiosity and willingness are going to lead to becoming more sexual. These are the kind of qualities and emotions and feelings you want to have when you're learning how to have a better sex. Willing to try, curious to see what's there eager to approach yourself, eager to approach your sex life, not coming from a defeating place of this just isn't me. 
It's true. There actually are skills that you can develop that will help you increase your sensitivity and experience more pleasure. There is a process that can help you learn how to become more sexual, like help you become more turned on, become a turned on woman. But believing you're not a sexual person If you're starting that journey, if you're even starting that process with that held belief inside of you, you're going to block yourself from progressing through the process, whatever that is, right? So notice how you're identifying yourself as a sexual person. Start there. Start with this belief. Start by untangling this belief and you will get so much further in your quest for toe-curling, mind-blowing sex. And of course, if you want to be guided with this, this is what exactly what I do with my clients. And I'm more than happy to talk to you about what that would look like. But regardless of how you're going through the process, regardless of your quest and your mission to find a way to connect with yourself in a more pleasurable and sexual way, this is one of the things I think that is so overlooked. It's a sneaky thought. It's a deep-seated belief. And when you are starting this journey with a self-concept that is directly in contrast to allowing yourself to be seen as a sexual being, you are starting, what is the word that I'm looking for? <laughs> You're starting at a disadvantage. That's the word. You're starting at a total disadvantage. So give yourself the advantage here. Give yourself the possibility by pleasure, by beginning to recreate your self-concept and your identity as a sexual being. Okay, that's what I got for today's episode. As always, it's been my absolute pleasure to be here with you today discussing how believing you are sexual can harm your progress in a quest for all of that mind-blowing, orgasmic, yummy, yummy, delicious sex. And I hope that these tools help you start to redefining your sexual self-concept. Until next time, my pleasure seekers, have a lovely, lovely day. 